Space-time is the hypnagogia of a vast conscious being about to fall into a coma. One hundred million flies become deeply aware of themselves, causing them to die in pain. And the dream hemorrhages day by day. It's August 3rd, 2020. I'm Rachel Nelson. Twelve hundred feet beneath the jungles of Borneo, this is Prodigia Ag Spectra. UFO crash wreckage was allegedly found, several men say, an in-depth look. Later, giant cannibalistic owls. Just over a week ago, the New York Times published an article detailing how in the next six months the Pentagon will be releasing some information from its current UFO investigation program, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAP, constitute a broad category of unexplained things in the atmosphere. The term UAP is not commonly pronounced UWAP but it is commonly used by interested parties to sidestep the stigma surrounding UFOs, particularly the U.S. Navy, who finally admitted to the existence and military relevance of UFOs last year. The authors of the recent New York Times article, Leslie Kane and Ralph Blumenthal, have reported on military involvement with UFOs for over two years, being two of the journalists who broke the late 2017 story of the Classified Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATIP, within the Pentagon, as well as several classified UFO videos that were investigated by the program. Leslie Kane was a well-known advocate for government disclosure of classified UFO information long before 2017, as well as the author of UFOs, Generals, Pilots, and Government Officials Go on the Record. A major source for the initial 2017 story was Luis Elizondo, who said he had worked in ATIP. At around the same time, Elizondo became involved with To The Stars Academy, a brand new company founded by former Blink-182 member Tom DeLonge, prominent parapsychologist Harold Putoff, and former CIA G-man Jim Semivan. In 2019, the U.S. military entered a partnership with To The Stars Academy in investigating some of the company's alleged materials from UFOs. Also involved in ATIP was Robert Bigelow, the founder of Bigelow Aerospace, who notoriously funded an investigation of an alleged Utah portal for high strangeness, commonly referred to as Skinwalker Branch. Kane and Blumenthal's article from last week received a great deal of backlash for stating that former Nevada Senator Harry Reid claimed that he knew of the existence of UFO crash debris and that this material was studied by the Department of Defense for decades. Harry Reid is a well-known advocate for government UFO disclosure. However, he responded critically to the article on Twitter, denying that he has any knowledge of verified UFO materials. Various journalists also criticized the article, including John Greenwald of the Black Vault, an online archive of declassified U.S. government documents. Greenwald pointed out on Twitter that a small but significant change was made to the article, without being referenced in its paragraph-long corrections after the Harry Reid backlash. Bryce Sable, co-creator of the 90s UFO conspiracy drama Dark Skies, argued in an article on Medium that the Times article was designed to bury the lead or hide the main story deep in the body of its text. 
he thought that this secret lead was all about the UFO crash debris allegations and not the Pentagon's planned disclosure. Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds TV also criticized the article respectfully as a friend of Kane. He argued it relied too heavily on hearsay. In a follow-up article published last week, Kane and Blumenthal attempted to defend their initial article. Because debris from UFOs is still classified, they argued, it is challenging to publish evidence of the debris since they have to rely on the testimony of former government employees who say they can't talk about it. Specifically, they had at first made reference to claims made by Harry Reid, Luis Elizondo, and Eric W. Davis, an astrophysicist currently working with the Pentagon's UFO program. The same day as this second article, Rojas gave his overview of the whole recent Times episode. He pointed out that during an interview with Tucker Carlson, Elizondo said that he is aware of UFO debris, but that he can't say anything more than that. Also, when Rojas himself interviewed Eric W. Davis, Davis made a number of incredible claims about the government withholding alien technology and interacting with alien intelligence. However, Davis also said that none of these claims are based on first-hand knowledge, but solely on what other government employees told him. Rojas concluded that all evidence of UFO crash debris discussed so far by Kane and Blumenthal is based solely on hearsay and requires, quote-unquote, extraordinary evidence. This is not the first time that people working for the Department of Defense either allegedly or actually claimed to have access to high-profile evidence of UFO aliens that never seems to materialize. Robert Emenager, author of the book UFOs, Past, Present, and Future, claimed to have been approached by DOD employees in 1971. They allegedly told him that there was a plan to disclose government contact with aliens. They offered to fund a UFO documentary, and they also said that they would give Emenager footage of contact with aliens at Holloman Air Force Base. Emenager even claimed that he later saw this footage, though it has never since officially appeared in the public. In cooperation with the military, Emenager later produced UFOs Past, Present, and Future, a TV documentary hosted by Rod Serling. This documentary was also distributed under the title UFOs It Has Begun. Emenager's account has not been independently substantiated. However, in the documentary Mirajman, created by Mark Pilkington, a former Air Force intelligence officer named Richard Doty explained in detail how in the early 1980s, he gradually convinced an engineer named Paul Benowitz that the military was collecting UFO crash debris, and even that there is an underground base in the Archuleta Mesa located on the Colorado-New Mexico border where humans and aliens work together. Doty also divulged that he purposefully infiltrated APRO, a large civilian UAP research organization that existed at the time. The documentary further reveals how Doty fed information about supposed ET contact with the U.S. government to Bill Moore and Linda Moulton Howe, who both appear in Mirageman. Moore, along with Charles Berlitz and Stanton Friedman, helped popularize UFO and steampunk conspiracy theories like the Philadelphia Experiment, the Roswell Flying Saucer Crash, and Majestic 12. He also became a director of APRO, and Richard Doty stated that he used Moore as a mole within the civilian ufology group. Linda Moulton Howe created the acclaimed documentary Strange Harvest about cattle mutilations. 
She has since become deeply entrenched in UFO culture, possibly as a direct result of Dodie's manipulations. Mirage Men is available for free on YouTube. In the opinion of the Shadow Mirror, why bother with hearsay about classified UFO evidence, especially when a lot of the best evidence of UFOs is publicly available? The Hestolin phenomena, Ball Lightning, and Yakima phenomena all continue to repeatedly manifest as objects in the atmosphere over time. Each are substantiated by at least a few hundred eyewitness reports, and all are or have been investigated and at least occasionally documented by scientists. In the case of the Hestolin phenomena, which occur only around one small valley in Norway, there exists a lot of highly corroborated photographic and instrumental documentation spanning many decades. They've even studied these things spectrographically. We know what chemical elements some of them contain. This is the physical evidence of UFOs. This information is all publicly available, mortals. Perhaps there are other unexplained objects in the sky that are even rarer than ball lightning, and maybe there are some very rare unexplained events that are mistaken for UFOs. There is indeed some evidence to support these hypotheses, which will be discussed further down the road, but there is plenty of evidence that proves the existence of at least some of the slightly more conventional, unexplained objects in the sky. It's not a smoking gun, but it's a few of the bullets. The Shadow Mirror has spoken. Meanwhile, in Canada, prominent UFO researcher Chris Rutkowski says that there has been a spike in UFO reports during the COVID pandemic. Though suggesting it may be that more people are spending time outside, he offers no hard and fast explanation for this peak. He says that there have been as many reports collected so far this year as there were throughout all of 2019. The Toronto Star, meanwhile, boasted how Canada's expansive UFO archives are publicly available online. And in giant bird news, two new species of bird, quite large and intimidating relative to their own kind, have been described. Osseo ecuadoriensis is a newly described species of eared owl, its remains discovered in a cave in Ecuador. The bird was comparable in size to a large female great horned owl. The fossil specimens found belong to the largest known Asionine owl, which lived around 40,000 years ago. Moreover, the specimens were discovered in an ancient burrow alongside the bones from three smaller owl species, which bore signs of partial digestion. The osseo bones were the only ones present in the site that did not bear these signs. This led the study authors to suspect the giant owl to selectively hunt other smaller species of owl, like barn owls and pygmy owls. Also newly discovered is a pigeon five times the size of the pigeons you are probably accustomed to, native to at least six islands in the kingdom of Tonga. Tonguenes burlii existed in Tonga for at least 60,000 years until it was hunted to extinction shortly after humans arrived, less than 3,000 years ago. In conclusion, below the hoary deep, no one is safe from the antique things that fly at night. No one. Thank you very much for listening to the vile and accursed song encoded subliminally in this podcast. You can never unlisten to it. 
If you accept and even embrace your fate, please follow the shadow mirror and share it with your friends. And remember, knives are virtues. <laughs>